It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Life is complicated, especially right now. You're spending more time inside, unable to go to restaurants, and that means you're cooking dinner. But if you're like me, I hate cooking. Multiple trips to the grocery store, hours of monotonous meal prep just so you can scarf down your food in minutes. So when it's dinner time, I grab my phone, open up an app, and order something. But after convenience fees, delivery fees, and who knows whatever other fees, it ends up being close to $100 for two people. But then I met Freshly. Just put up your feet and relax while Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner's done. Imagine a better for you golden oven fried chicken, steak peppercorn with sauteed carrots and French green beans, and my personal favorite, buffalo chicken with loaded mashed cauliflower. It's got fewer carbs. That's just a few of the 30-plus health-conscious options to choose from. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple, because let's be honest here, if it's not easy, I'm not going to do it, and if it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off, $40 off for their first two orders at Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. Welcome to Postcast tonight. David Locke along with Ron Boone as the Utah Jazz defeat the Sacramento Kings. The final score tonight is somewhere on the board, 123-117. Today's Postcast is brought to you by the store at 6200 South and 20th East for that local feel in June Pies every Friday. Ron, there's the good news, there's the not-so-good news. The good news is you got a road win. You lost five straight on the road to start seasons. I think there'll only be probably three road wins tonight, so it's not an easy thing to do to get a road win. The bad news is they really scuffled, and the starters in particular got worked tonight by Sacramento. Yeah, especially in that first quarter. Everyone was very surprised, including myself, the way they manhandled the Jazz, the way they were getting shots in the paint. I thought the guard line for the uh, Sacramento Kings was just fast and, 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 and too creative, I think, early in the ballgame. The Jazz just couldn't match that. All right, so let's start with the good news. Dante Exum, Alec Burks, and Jay Crowder come in and change the game in the second quarter. And really, Dante changes it again in the third quarter. So great depth from the Jazz tonight. And, and I think if there's, if you want to look at some real positive uh, in this ballgame, that's what you have to look at. Because you, you, you're always wondering, you know, you have starters that, that do some wonderful things, but can your bench come in and, and hold the rest of the ball game together? And I think Alec Burks is, seems to be. I mean, what I'm seeing now is that he's worked very, very hard in a few areas of his game. You talked about the fact that it, it, he's told you that he's, he's, he's slowing down enough now that where he can he can read the defense, and, and especially when he has the ball in his hands to get the job done. Jazz hit 13 of 27 from three. That's going to carry you through a night. They also got 38 free throws. They had a brilliant offensive night, and we'll get back to some of those particular performances, but they did not have a good defensive night, and that's what we wondered about this team, or what we expect out of this team. What was wrong with them defensively tonight? I thought they were getting too many shots in the paint, and again, the guard line being able to break the defense down, and, and the spacing was awfully good. I thought also that the pick and roll for the Sacramento Kings worked perfectly. He got those speedy guards and, and, and in, into the paint enough to where they could score uh, for two-pointers, and then Stein, Carly Stein, I didn't think he had that kind of a game. So, it, But he was shooting over Rudy, taking up the space there from of Rudy to the point where he can, uh, he can shoot over him, and it just created a, a ton of problems. The defense is definitely going to have to pick up. I mean, 
it will. I mean, you know how good of a defensive team it is. But And you're always going to have a team or two that gives you problems, and it looks like this might be one of them. I'll give them a lot of credit because Willie Colley-Stein changed his game from what we saw in the preseason game. They seem much more prepared having film of the Jazz in the preseason game. And you know what, though? If you go back to our Instagram that we gave early today, uh, when people follow us a lot, if you follow DLock09 on Instagram, we do a shoot-around report. If you listen to us on our pregame show, the things we talked about that they do well were two things. Buddy Heald's catch and shoot, which he did not get tonight. The Jazz took that away, and he has shown nice development in his game. The other thing was the De'Aaron Fox, Willie Cauley-Stein pick and roll. That is a good part of their offense, and it showed tonight. They were really good with it and gave the Jazz a lot of problems. Yeah, that, that pick and roll was was flat out excellent and it wasn't that far out on the floor it was it, the, it was ran about the top of the key and sometimes into the uh, right inside the top of the key to where uh, either Fox or whatever could come back to the middle of the floor and that kept Rudy engaged there to the point where they can get the ball to to college Stein who ended up having a, a very good night uh, I was impressed with Sacramento I really was I, you know obviously the way the Jazz blew him off out of off the floor in preseason kind of expecting the same thing, and, and they didn't get it. Well, the Jazz were favored by eight and a half. They only got six tonight, so they didn't cover. All right, so the storyline last year in the second half of the season was Jay Crowder joined the team. The Jazz went small with Crowder. They were unstoppable. The defense wasn't as good tonight, but they were plus 17 again with Jay Crowder on the floor, and he played 33 minutes. So that element of the Jazz with Crowder as the four seems to be really vital. They played 35 minutes tonight in the stretch lineup, and in those 35 minutes, they were plus 15. Yeah, they're going to need him to, uh, to to play that role quite a bit, and they're going to need him to rebound. Uh, he stretches the floor because he can shoot the three-point shot, and he's going to run, a, you know, all season long, he's going to run across guys that are 6'9", 6'10", much bigger, uh, and he has to counter that some kind of way. So, obviously, Quinn's very impressed or very comfortable with him at that four position, uh, and We'll just see what happens here all season long. He has had that option, which is important. You know what's interesting about tonight's night also is Donovan Mitchell felt like he had a really tough night, felt like he really struggled, so he finishes with 24 points on 21 shot attempts. The 21 shot attempts feels, well, that's what he should take. He probably should take more. His effective field goal percentage by the time the night's over ends up being about 9.5 divided by 21, so it's a little below 50%, which isn't great. But... You know what? On the other end, you look at this thing, and the five turnovers are probably the most dis problematic aspect of his night. But, boy, uh, there's going to be other nights where he hits one extra three, then all of a sudden he's got 27. I think our expectations of Donovan are so high that we've forgotten that he ever had bad nights. And tonight felt like a night where he really struggled. He finished with 24 on 21 shot attempts. It's not great, but it's not terrible. It's, it's definitely not. And, and guys that, that are relied upon, to score, to get the job done. They're going to get X amount of shots. Eventually something they're going to do well out there on the floor that's going to counter some of those misses that, that you come up with. You talked about the scramble. He loses the basketball. He dies on the floor, comes up with it, and gets it to Derek Favors for two. Those type of hustle plays will make a difference in some of the, the shots that he missed, and in particular those five turnovers. The last point I would uh, point in here, one of the major focuses of the Jazz all camp has been getting the ball into Favors and Gobert around and above the rim. The two of them tonight were 14 of 17 from the field, had 37 points. They also had 23, 24 rebounds amongst the two of them. What did you see of the powerhouse of Gobert and Favors offensively? Well, obviously they were getting the ball in, in shooting positions close enough to the basket where they can either dunk or, 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 or put it in. But the Kings made it tough for them to get it done. And 
but they still were able to do it. I mean, at one time they were what 14 for uh, 14 for 15 or 14 for 17 or something like that. And and uh, but this is the offense of the Jazz. They want to put the ball into their hands, into the paint. They want the lobs, and uh, they were able to get it done. Jazz had a good offensive night. They finished with an offensive rating of 116.4, which is high. Just a bad defensive night and a really fast game. These two teams both played 95 possessions a game last year. They played 106 tonight. They were running the Jazz up the floor on the Jazz tonight. Now, there are going to be teams that give the Jazz problems, and maybe this is going to be one. I know you, you, you brought up the point how close the ball games were last season against the Sacramento Kings team. So this might be one of those teams that the Jazz uh, have problems uh, defending, obviously they're able to score on them, but they shoot over fifty, over fifty percent here tonight. Um, but the Kings are, are not a great defensive team there as well. I would point out, I think, and I don't mean this critically, this is the best Kings team you'll see all year. Fresh opening night, a yeah. lot of energy, wor not worn out by losing yet, and the Jazz to get a win is a good one. Yeah. Uh, road teams don't win a lot on opening night. I think there's only going to be three of them this tonight in the NBA. So the Jazz win at 123-117. This has been Postcast Locked on Jazz. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Thanks for following this. This is also the Utah Jazz radio podcast, which you can listen to the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show Jazz Game Rewind, as well as our full game broadcast if you missed it. On behalf of Ron, I'm David. This has been Postcast, brought to you by the Storage, 600 South, 20th East. Stop by, get the mudslide cookie, because it's the best cookie in town. Have a great night. Hi guys, this is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.